you know, as we enter the time of the season where we now feel pretty comfortable, and we're quarter way through the season, right? We feel pretty comfortable with what Georgia is. That doesn't mean it's always going to be this way, but there are a couple of things you always need to remember and hold dear in your heart. First off, uh, Stetson Bennett has more wins than Anthony Richardson has touchdown passes. Anthony Richardson has more tackles than Stetson has wins. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Duvall, and you're listening to episode 318, I think. I didn't look beforehand, but yeah, I'm going to say 318 of the Wait and Since Last Saturday podcast. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Will Leach and Tony Waller, and this is the Georgia versus Kent State preview show. Kent State is visiting Athens for the first or second time, or maybe third time. If you don't know, stay tuned, because we will, we will reveal the answer to you, but... Without any further ado, here's my co-host. I was about to use an adjective, and I chose not to use it. My co-host, Will Leach. Wait, what was the adjective? Loquacious. Loquacious? I, I, I will go with that. I'll take that one. Um, I'd like to note, by the way, that, <laughs> that my, uh, so my son has started listening to these podcasts on, uh, his, little, on his little MP3 player uh-huh. when he goes to bed. And uh, he listens to the Seeing Red podcast, and he's now started listening to this. And he mentioned a couple of weeks ago, he, he said, he said uh, hey, Danny, you seem like, I thought you did a really good job on that podcast two weeks ago. And I said, thank you. Wait, is that the one I was drinking water because I had to do, I had the blood test the next day? And I realized, is this like Flowers for Algernon? And like, I had like one episode where I was like, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll never be, I'll be, go back to being Charlie now. I had like one episode where I was my absolute peak, and now it's like, oh, well, I, we remember the good times yeah, when well, I was uh, cogent and, uh, and normal. Well, uh, remember, everybody has their best podcast. Yeah, it's usually <laughs> the one where I'm drinking water so I can try to keep my cholesterol down unsuccessfully. Um, hey, guys. Uh, Kent State. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So is, Kent's not even a state. Uh, Kent is, is not. Yeah, Jennifer thought it was Kentucky State. Yeah, I understand, which is reasonable. Yeah. I understand. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Wrong. Yeah. The problem fair. is, that you, you gotta be careful because you know if you, you you don't know this, but if you take off his glasses, he's Superman. <laughs> you know, because it's kids. Oh, that was, that, was that for, <laughs> Superman thing. Was that for <laughs> William? <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's amazing because he put the glasses on, you wouldn't even think it looks like the guy at all. Um, before we actually, before we get into Kent State, I actually one we have an actual news item that happened oh. right before we did the show, which I think I think should be telling to what we have to say about the Kent State game. Well, I imagine what most people have to say about the Kent State game, which Not is we're going to talk about something else involving Georgia football, a the games in the future, which is to say, uh, while I was uh, cooking uh, fries at the concession stand at Holland Park for uh, for Little League baseball on Tuesday night. The new 2022 schedule, 23 schedule, was released. I have not seen it. I've only heard rumblings about it. So unless you have a more uh, more banter that you'd like to get into, let's just go through the schedule and talk about it. Well, we'll do a deep dive at Kent State in a minute and not Kentucky State. Uh, so for the first time in my that I can remember, Georgia starts out with four home games. Okay. It's happened before. I'm sure it has. Yeah. I, I figured you were on top of this, but uh, September 2nd. <laughs> Maybe, theoretically. I wonder, has he thought about doing like a, we should do like a thing at the end of the show yeah. where you like ask us trivia questions. Oh, call it trivia time. <laughs> call it trivia time. Trivia time. It's alliterative. Um, so we're playing something called Tennessee Martin, which I'm mm-hmm. told is different than Tennessee Ford. That's why Tennessee and Knoxville, they call it UTK because they have uh, UTC and they, UTM. You can't spell Knoxville. Um, uh, <laughs> you were actually literally playing T. Martin. That's <laughs> just one guy. That's right. <laughs> and probably would be better off. Um, that's, that's the Labor Day game. 
That's the Labor Day game. The next week is Ball State. Oof. That's the replacement game for Oklahoma. Pour one out for uh, your Airbnb in Norman. Uh, September 16th versus South Carolina. Guys, those three noon games right there, if yeah, I ever heard them. Yeah. Um, and to be fair, that second game was not supposed to be a noon game. Like, yeah. we can grouse about the schedule all we want, but that was supposed to be... That was going to be an ABC 330. That would have been yeah. like the right in the strike zone of everything, yeah. unfortunately. I bet that they'll kick off. I mean, they've, they've done a good job this year. This is our second home game. It's going to be noon, but the first one's at 4 o'clock, which we all agreed was the oh, yeah. best yeah. kickoff time. Uh, you're, you're probably right. Uh, then UAB at home uh, on September 23rd. That's when the schedule picks up. We go play Auburn. A month into the season. Mm-hmm. Then we go play at Auburn against whomever their new head coach will be. <laughs> right. I'm guessing. Uh, I don't K- think you need to guess. Kentucky at home, then Vanderbilt on the road. It's interesting that we have Vanderbilt that late. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, we've, of course, played them that late before. Uh, and then we have the open date. Uh, and then we have the annual Halloween weekend in mm-hmm. Jacksonville against Florida. Missouri at home. Ole Miss at home. At Tennessee, at Georgia Tech. That's as late as I can remember playing Tennessee as well. That next to last game of the season. Sure. Um, yeah. So if you're keeping, and also ending with two away games, right? If you keep score at home, well, Georgia Tech is technically true. That's, it's a away. fun away game. It's my favorite. I, I was, my friend Will Haraway went to Mississippi, oh. and he went to that game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I was like, isn't it the best? place in the world to watch your team trounce a, a bunch of sad fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love it. It's like my favorite thing. Yeah. I mean, it's so, And he got it's, to have the experience. He, was, yeah. he had the almost the exact same experience that we've had every time we've gone to Georgia Tech the last few years. Just the idea like, oh, it's like 35 nothing already? Look how great the city looks. I'm sitting here trying to think. <laughs> that I think the last time I went there and was stressed would have been... The Todd Gurley takeover game. Sure, uh, that was Kick Six week. Same. That's where I was when the Kick Six happened. The prayer Jordan Harris. Thirteen. 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 Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where I that's was. When I first moved here. That's how I first moved here. Because it kind of rippled through the crowd. Yeah. Like a friend of mine who was not at the game uh, was sending me texts because he tried to call and of course I had no cell service. Um, and he he sent me texts like he's like Alabama has gotten two more seconds on the clock uh, to try to kick a game winning field goal. But 60-something yards, they're never going to get it. And then he texted me like, you won't believe Alabama won. I was like, what? And then like – Auburn won. I mean, Auburn won. I was like, no, it can't yeah, be right. Yeah, yeah. Because it was only like two minutes later, and then you could see it kind of working its way through <laughs> through the – because of where I was yeah. – where it was just kind of right, right below Georgia Tech's like, I guess, field level boxes, right above yeah. the lower level. You could see it working around because they had – some people had TVs turned on. Yeah. And it was like – I was like, holy cow, this just happened. So I didn't actually – See what happened. I just heard about what happened. In the same time, Todd Gurley was uh, lifting Georgia on his shoulders. That's that's where I actually came up with the. That was the that was the first time I got to see a steel Georgia Tech's hope face to face because yeah. they looked so happy till the start of the fourth quarter and they were just like they were you were feeling their oats man because yeah. that was we were down like twenty one nothing oh, in the yeah. game it was oh, it yeah. was not great and then Georgia just started pinching back here pinching mm. back there in about. Yeah, probably four minutes into the fourth quarter, there was a look on the face. It went from, I'm a little concerned to, God, they're going to do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what happened. So, so, go ahead. I was about to say, also, if you're keeping score home, there's a lot of home games. We only have four away games. I mean, we play in Jacksonville, but yeah. four away games. Um, so, is that seven game. home games? Uh, yeah, I guess that's the math. I, don't have, so, I didn't count. It is, for what it's worth, like, I, and I don't, listen, you know, we've talked before about how. I'm of the idea that, wow, this is so awesome anyway, right? That we get to go to Sanford Stadium. Do this. But I will say I have certainly noticed an increased number of 
I mean, it's. I'll put it this way. It feels like Georgia hasn't played a game yet this year, even though <laughs> they've actually beat two top 50 FBF. I don't think Samford's top 50. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but certainly, like, I mean, I think Bill Conley did this. He did a ranking of all the undefeated teams. And he noted, he's like, I know it doesn't feel like Georgia's played anybody yet, but of all the people on this list, Georgia's had one of the toughest schedules of anyone on here because yeah. they played two not terrible. I mean, Oregon's in the top 20 now. Yes, they <laughs> Oregon, a, Oregon should be. That was, Rattler was a Heisman candidate yeah. last year. So, like, at a certain last level, uh, I, I think that's different than next year. Like, those first four games are going to be kind of brutal next yeah. year. Well, one of them is South Carolina. Yeah, I know, but, like, I think it's going to be, like, there isn't, the idea of doing that Atlanta game or the idea of doing what they were going to do with Oklahoma was the idea that at the beginning of the year, we know we just, we, we, we want, we want to be in a good spot at the end of the year. If we, uh, to have an extra win, if they lose the SEC championship game, for example, they've got this awesome win over a good team. That's why they do that game. That's why they do Oklahoma. And that's clearly what they want moving forward. The problem with losing that Oklahoma game is now it's not like, it's not even that it's just Tennessee, Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, and UAB. Yeah. I mean, that's rough, man. We're that's breaking, really rough. We're breaking in a new quarterback, right? Let's say uh, NCAA allows quarterback Emeriti. Um, <laughs> if, if there's anyone that gets another one, maybe they, maybe you just put like an extra Roman numeral on the back of his jersey. He gets another year. Stetson Bennett, the... I mean, no, I understand that. I understand that, but... We have King Charles III. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Georgia fan. Yeah. And so I guess that would, that, that's the thing about it is, listen... We've, there's nothing to put, these are the good times these are the happy times yeah. there's also on I certain we'll see what happens but like let's say Georgia heaven forbid wins another national championship this year that sounds pretty cool <laughs> and that's not, and I or but if there's not that the, like imagine we're where we are next year we're, next year where we're heading in this year where it's like I'm kind of still just kind of like so I'm so fat and drunk and happy off everything that I've seen over the last year I don't Listen, people get a chance to see those games. Emerson wrote that great piece about like why they do these games. I think they're of value for, and again, I'm counting South Carolina as part of them. You should. But four back-to-back like that at home to start the season. How excited are you going to be to go to UAB in the fourth game in a row? So there's, yeah, there's no off week. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably, that's, yeah, the that's UAB tough. game is probably the one just yeah. because that's four weeks in a row yeah. at home. All the games are going to be hot. Yeah. Um, but you keep in mind, I mean, part of this is outside of George's control because that was supposed to be, of course, you know, UT Martin, then on the road to Norman, and then yeah. back home for South Carolina, which is why you count, which is why you schedule UAB, and why yes. you schedule, and yes. why, that's why you do and Georgia Tech, yeah, right. um, <laughs> yes. And so I get that, uh, and of course the road game being Auburn next year means there's no. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's yeah. no great one. But it'll be fun to it'll be fun to see Mississippi. Was the last time Mississippi was here? Is that a trivia question? Do we have that? Uh... Uh, Mississippi's not been here. Maybe I don't think ago. since I've been here. Was it Eli? It had to be twelve years ago. I mean, Eli. Right? No, it wasn't Eli. It'd be more than that, yeah. But I mean, I mean, literally, Maybe I it moved was here. three. I don't yeah. know. I've I moved here in thirteen, and check. they have not been here since. They have not been here. Um, I don't think Mississippi's known for being a particularly wild travel bunch. I think they kind of enjoy the Grove. No, when Eli played here, when they were yeah. decent, I mean, it was probably. I mean, they took over Bobby Dodd Stadium. The crowd, Margaret Stadium, excuse me, but yeah, but, but you know, I mean, I mean, they'll come. They used to be an every year team, mm-hmm. when, until we added Missouri and Texas A and M. Really, really, until we added. 
I mean, I guess they still came some from '92 to whatever. But yeah, they were they were here every year. In fact, they? I'm going to tell you in just a second here. Okay. So Georgia has a 32, 12, and one record versus Mississippi. The last time they were here was 2012. Georgia won 37 mm-hmm. to 10, and um, I guess the Eli game. Yeah, I mean because Eli would have been yeah two, like, three, four somewhere in there. I want to say yeah. Who knows? I don't even remember. It's but the um, final home game. <laughs> But Georgia played Ole Miss. I mean, I started school in 94, 94, 95, 96, 97, uh, all the way up until 2002. They played them every year. And then it was in that manageable rotation when it was just South Carolina and Arkansas added. Um, but, yeah, then since uh, since uh, 2012, we haven't seen them here in uh, Athens. Yeah. Well, they were our. That were one of our two permanent cross division yeah. rivals. Then, okay, I'd forgotten that part uh, just because I'm old and it's a long time ago. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I thought of some of the some of the stuff I've read this week about where where the SEC schedule is going. Um, I I still think I think what makes the most sense is you do you do if you're going to do if you if you're doing nine. Essentially, if you're doing nine conference games, you can get away with doing divisions, right? Uh, but if you're only doing eight, I just don't see how you can do divisions. you got to do something different. Mm-hmm. Because we're, now it's going to be 16 years before yeah. we go yeah. to Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'd like to see nine at this point because the more Ball States and Tennessee Martins that roll through, I'd rather see Ole Miss or yeah. Arkansas or LSU. You, you want to make, make the case for nine and have the start of the net way the next year's schedule Well, started. also, mm-hmm. but you know who does not You know who does not want to see nine? Fans of Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Illinois. Well, LSU yeah. maybe. but Yeah, no. Georgia wants to see him. Yeah. Alabama wants to see yeah. him. Vanderbilt doesn't want to see Arkansas, him. Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Kentucky? No. Yeah. Mark, I'm, the, the, I'm hearing, I hear the same thing y'all hear, but it's Mark Stoops uh, is, is like leading the charge on this, right? Yeah. Um, you know, Kentucky, South Carolina, and, and Missouri. I believe it. I because, hey, getting having four cupcake games. Um, I mean, it's super important towards making a playoff. I mean, making a, a ball. Game. The last thing I would want for Illinois to have to face nine Big Ten games, like honestly, like I, they need those wins. Yeah, like, that's the only that's only going to make a bowl this year is by winning all those. Yeah. So, so. Um, but that's that's the schedule for next year. The back end's uh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, we finished yeah. off decent. Yeah, to have to have Ole Miss here, that'll be that'll be mm-hmm. one that's circled on the calendar, no matter the record, because yeah. they're coming back. And uh, and yeah, like you said, a trip to Knoxville mm-hmm. before you go to to Georgia Tech is uh, mm-hmm. it's not bad. Maybe they'll host consecutive uh, game days. Game days, consecutive season. <laughs> I do have a, a trivia question on the game day thing. Really? Okay. So oh, yeah. Okay. So Kent State. Kent there we State. go. Let's talk about Kent State. What do we know about Kent State? Well, their backup quarterback, who has played three snaps, looks exactly like Roman Reigns from WWE. Well, that guy former for Georgia Tech. That guy played for Georgia Tech, so that's, that's all I need to know. That's weird. We man. go ahead and pick the score. Um, <laughs> they should put some pads on him. Well, oh, you don't need pads. Oh, okay. Wow, that's um, amazing. That, uh, yeah. So, I mean, actually, Kent State is. Um, so if you listen to Split Zone Duo or subscribe to Split Zone Duo, um, one of their – they are they, – they love they, – I mean, Godfrey's always talking about they eat the whole hog, right? And they are as knowledgeable about G5 football as any, as any podcast, especially a mainstream podcast you could possibly listen to. Um, they have used the term Wobegon to describe Kent State's athletic program. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that is um, – Wobegon? Wobegon. Yeah. 
Like it's it yeah. it means not great. Beleaguered. Beleaguered. Mm. Um, and they're coached by a guy by the name of Sean Lewis, who do not be surprised in the least if he gets looks for some jobs, even though Kent State is probably gonna finish six and six at the best. Part of the problem, Kent State, I mean, they they literally are fighting MAC teams with one arm high, uh, tied behind. Why, what's the problem? What's what? they, they just don't spend money. Like, yeah. they do not spend money. Their facilities are awful. Are they the place that plays in the Glass Bowl? Uh, that is... Or is that Toledo? Maybe it's Toledo. I have to look that up. But... Um, no, but just if, move that. Oh, sorry. Um, but, you know, they are... They don't spend money on athletics. Their facilities are, like... Facilities are bad for MAC programs. Um, and then they also are kind of faced with having to recruit against a lot of really good programs. I mean, Kent, Kent, Kent State is like 50 miles from Ohio State and 75 miles from Cincinnati and you know 25 miles from Dayton and 75 miles from Miami. Uh, and then on top of that, you throw in Toledo's in the northern yeah. part of the state, and you got Youngstown. You got Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, you got Youngstown State. You got Kentucky, another hundred miles south of that. I mean, it is. It's the cupboard's pretty picked over by the time they get to eat. Right. Um, so they have. And then on top of that, when you have kids for official visits, they're looking at facilities. Some of those kids play in better high school facilities. Yeah, sure. Um, it makes it hard. It makes it really hard. And the fact that Sean Lewis has them. Competitive. They didn't get destroyed by Washington. No, right, yeah. right. They didn't get destroyed. Right. They are competitive on a on a game in game out basis, on a year in year out basis. Um, is it says a lot more about Sean Lewis and yeah. frankly a lot about Kent State. They were down. Oh, I have a note here. They were down seven to three at halftime to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma scored twenty six points in the second half. And that's all depth, right? Very pedestrian. And then Washington. Um, Forty-five twenty, mm-hmm. but the fact uh, after this week they will have had to have played the hardest schedule in yeah. America. <laughs> Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Washington's Washington, ranked Georgia. undefeated. Oklahoma's ranked Long undefeated. Island. They, did Long Island. they they beat Long Island pretty handily. <laughs> hey, good for them. Yeah, exactly. A whole can, island. Yeah, they're not even a real state. They're beating a whole island. They they, they had to beat them to escape, <laughs> so they put down the bridge. <laughs> yes, Sorry, I, I'm a little embarrassed every that long to get that. Um, so yeah, I, dude, I don't have any. I don't have any sage analysis on Kent State. I couldn't tell you a, a single player on their team. Um, I think it's look, awesome. Look at, look at this guy, Devin Cargman. Does he not look like Roman Reigns? Is is it Roman Reigns? Oh, he does look like Roman Reigns. He's thrown. He's uh, taken or thrown three passes or three pass attempts. He's a freshman from Camden, New Jersey. So. That's uh, he's like the fourth or fifth best uh, quarterback from New Jersey in Division One. Best uh, best football player in Kent State history. Ooh, uh, can you give us a hint? Uh, uh, no, he went to Miami. Uh, he was a f- eight. Uh, he was a Pro Bowler eight times, a five time All Pro. He was a tight end. Oh, tight end. How old? Like is are we talking eighties nineties? He he played. He is forty two years old. He played Super as old. recently as two thousand sixteen. Wow. His last year was two thousand eighteen. As a matter of fact, what teams he played for? Well. The Chargers. He's probably one of the most. Oh, he oh, was on the NFL. Uh, Gates. Antonio Gates is a, oh, he's a basketball player there. He was. A, he that's exactly right. He was a basketball player on the two thousand two in Civil Eight Sweet Sixteen Kent State Golden Flashes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He was undrafted. Out of Kent State in 2003. 
and he played, played college basketball, and uh, then he, had, he remains the Chargers career leader in receptions, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns, even though he did not, in fact, play football. Kellen Winslow. For, Kellen Winslow is like 74 now. <laughs> imagine being this good at sports. Yeah, mm-hmm. to just like, change games. After being told by scouts that he was too much of a tweener to make the NBA, Gates arranged a workout in front of NFL scouts despite never having played college football. Wow. As many as 19 teams were believed to have contacted Gates for a tryout. Gates chose to work out for the San Diego Chargers. Recognizing his potential, the Chargers immediately signed him a contract as an undrafted free agent. He never hadn't played football since high school. Three weeks, uh, three on week four, he caught his first touchdown, and he became the greatest receiver in. Yeah, maybe Kellen Winslow, I think we probably yeah, Winslow somewhere. was coming, but yeah. certainly the, the all-time leader in Chargers history, even though he actually played college basketball for Kent State and not yeah, college that's, football. That's the way to do it. I mean, think about all these uh, guys in the past where uh, Eli Manning didn't want to go to San Diego. I remember, and then he was drafted by the Giants, so there's some trade. You know, you see all these guys. Elway like, did that, yeah. Yeah, Elway did that. So what <laughs> I don't you do? Play for Baltimore. What you do is that you just hold out. Don't show your cards, play a different sport, and then say, hey, I want to play for X, Y, Z team, and then go do a tryout for it. It is absolutely remarkable. I mean, like, just that is, you, I, it's a, that kind of athleticism to be able to be a. I mean, I'm that unathletic. Yeah, I mean, to be like, you know, oh man, I guess I don't think I'm quite tall enough to play in the NBA. Okay, I'll go become one of the greatest tight ends of all time. <laughs> My sidekick is, is the NFL. Is, is pretty incredible. Is that like the equivalent to Will? He writes a book, all these books for his entire career, and then he starts like, you know, I'm going to do podcasting, and then becomes an all-time podcast. <laughs> yes, I think that's very, very similar. It's the exact same thing, as you can tell. So Kent State. I, I'm the Antonio Gates <laughs> yeah. podcasting. Um, but yeah, so I think that's right. I think that like, I mean, listen... To name th- your score. We we preview. I don't know if it's quite name your score, though. I would say well, that battle tested. Yeah, and I would also say too. I definitely got a sense that um, I mean, you could tell by the way they came out against South Carolina. People didn't seem very happy with how the Sanford game went inside inside Georgia's program. Oh yeah, and you could tell that you, you could see the results of that South Carolina. I mean, sorry for South Carolina, mm-hmm. but like Georgia came out. Like a house fire because I think there was considerable disappointment against. I again, this is why I would not make a great football player. I'd be like, we did fine, coach. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we did thirty something. Yeah, yeah right? we could have won by seventy. We just didn't. And um, but I think that is. I would wonder if you will see more out of them this game, more effort out of them this game, or more intensity out of them this game than you saw against Sanford, if just because Sanford left a bad taste in their mouth a little bit. Because they don't want to run as much as they did after the Sanford game? Yeah. 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 I think that's altogether possible. You know, one of the things that is, um, it's going to be interesting for me in this, uh, hopefully, interesting for me in the second half is how much the playbook's still open for Carson Beck clearly was open this past week yeah. against South Carolina. He looked great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oscar Delp got his first Delp. Uh, catch a touchdown pass. Uh, catch. Always weird when, 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 when someone gets a touchdown pass and looks that young. Yeah. Well, like yeah. really like, Oh, like you are, William is going to be you in like a couple of years. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, a little he's, he's two years older than, than our yeah. son. <laughs> it's he, really weird. He literally, cause I, I did look it up. He is literally nine months older than Maggie. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. So, um, but nine you know, years older than the queen. Ten months yeah, older than yeah queen. ten nine months older than the queen. Um, but we, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see how much of the playbook is open. Um, I, I don't think, 
I, I mean, Kirby still called the dogs off, although uh, they were still trying. And mm-hmm. I think if South Carolina scored a touchdown early in the fourth quarter, it would have been 63 to, <laughs> yeah, to right, seven. Right, right, right. right. I just think it just timing wise, it came where it was just easier to take a knee, a knee. It was funny watching the, the, we all watched it, but did you notice that I, one, I'd never heard of the cornerback that gave up the touchdown because he was probably third or fourth yeah. string. And then second, the TV cameras focused on him like he just lost the game. <laughs> you got to have and something. They, I mean, they, they, they held on his shot. Like uh, when he walked all the way over the bench and looked somber, a couple guys are kind of hitting him on the, the shoulder yeah. pad. Like, hey, it's okay. Meanwhile, George is winning 48-7. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's where, where we are. are. That's yeah. where we are. That's where we are. Um, I'd like to talk briefly one thing about that, by the way. Uh, there was a, a lot of blowback uh, toward Beamer. Uh, because mm. of the way he reacted to that, uh, to those people in the end zone, and I, I have to say, listen. On one hand, I am imp- like I think one of the players that was on the field. What happened was one of the, I think it was a volleyball player in South Carolina. When someone tweeted out the video of Beamer getting so mad, she was like, uh, "Hey, so if you're looking to honor female players, uh, and this um, isn't it. this yeah. isn't how you do it," which I, I am, I think she's absolutely right, and she was right to she, was, but I don't think. Beamer, Beamer probably had no idea what the hell's no. going on, and do and and so and listen, the mistake there was a probably doing it after a quarter rather than halftime. Yes, and and listen, the play the play call I did after that was a particularly stupid one, by the way, which is worth keeping in mind. But like the idea, the idea that Beamer was somehow disrespecting female athletes by wanting wanting. To what to him is just a bunch of students mm-hmm. in the end zone when he's trying to run a play strikes me as a little bit unfair. And uh, it's and, not unfair. It's, yeah. it's 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 every coach in America would have done the same thing he did. Well, I mean, he ran out. Uh, I mean, Georgia got a free time out of mm-hmm. it to see what set they were running. I mean, it, it was fourth and two. They were trying fourth to get and, a. It was fourth and nine. Whatever it was, yeah. fourth and whatever. They were trying to get. Yeah. They were trying to convert a fourth down to turn the tide. Yeah. I, it makes total sense why it was upset. Yeah, and, so and I, I in any like again, I'm with you. Anybody that thinks it's somehow being disrespectful to female athletes is. I think it was disrespectful to people in LA, but not from Beamer. Not from Beamer. It was disrespectful for the people to, to shuffle them in but, and shuffle them out and put them in the situation where he's yelling at them. Right. And, but what I'm saying is Beamer wasn't being disrespectful. Yeah. And, exactly, and, and yeah. anybody that tries to make this about Beamer being disrespectful right. is at best being disingenuous. And at worst, it's just simply trying to create their own narrative. Well, and listen, I can understand, for what it's worth, I can understand being one of those athletes who gets a chance to be honored and have this moment and getting turned into this like viral thing this where meme, everyone's yeah. yelling at you. I can see how that would be frustrating and you'd want to clap back at that. I absolutely understand that. I just think clapping back at Beamer about it seems like the wrong guy to go after. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't view the, I didn't view the South Carolina athlete as clapping back at Beamer. I viewed it as clapping back at the South Carolina administration. I don't know. She was, she, cause she was quote tweeting mm-hmm. the actual mm-hmm. video oh, of okay. him freaking out about it. And saying if you want to honor female athletes, this is this ain't it. Yeah. And again, I understand, and she is right. I just don't think Beamer is. The, it's and Beamer apologized. Like this is not just like a like a thing that like Beamer physically did apologize and said he was sorry. I'm sure he had to, but I I'm certainly empathetic to him yeah. in that situation. Yeah, you know, they should have they should have done it at halftime or before the game. I mean, you can look. We've all been to games. You get two minutes and thirty five seconds. We see the clock. Or three minutes sometimes. It wasn't a CBS game, so right. you get seven. But you don't get that much time. Also, so you, if, can, if, you can run five people yeah. out there, honor them, 
and then get them up. But if you there have were a couple hundred, hundreds of people. Also, if I'm a volleyball player and I'm trying to serve and all of a sudden there's a bunch of people walking on my court, I'm going to be pissed. Right, yeah. To me, I would, I would say that that is like you, you ought, and you'd have every right to be. So I think that's – and not pissed at the people doing it. But pissed at the situation the when you're yeah. trying to uh, 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 trying to get that. So to me, I was I was I felt I understand why he apologized because he just you just want to move on and get on with it. That's the way to make it go away. Yeah, but, it was basically uh, a bunch of people that didn't watch the game, didn't know the context, and they're like, "Oh, look at this! I'm going to be angry on Twitter right now, and I'm going to quote tweet." Listen, you can be angry at what happened. Yeah, being angry at Beamer seems Correct. to be not right. Sure. Yeah. Also, did you see Beamer's post game press conference where? The beat uh-huh. reporter asked, said, uh, so you since to quit in the locker room? He's like, hell no. Come on, Phil. What kind of question is that? Get out of here. I thought or that was, I, yeah. I used to, what kind of question is that? Yeah. Which I thought yeah. absolutely the right way to handle that as a coach, right? Yeah. Because you don't, a lot of coaches would have attacked, attacked the reporter. Uh, and he just basically, what kind of question is that? Right. It was, he did say, get out of here, but jokingly, right. like it wasn't like, get out. He of wasn't here. ejected from the press conference. Right. It wasn't, you know, it was like, it was like how your dad in the, in the eighties would say, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. I thought it's, look, I think my dad had a lot more expletives when he said yeah, that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Beamer is still a good coach for South Carolina. His, um, yeah, I, I like these trying stuff. Right. And I don't, I don't particularly I don't like South Carolina at all, but they did I, quit, in my opinion. Oh, in that game, yeah, yeah they they were loafing. They, they were a box. They were a boxer who was told you got to get all twelve rounds, you don't get paid, and they were just laying there. They were trying to stay away from Georgia as much as they could, so they get punched. Right? It wasn't I, like that Oregon offensive lineman quitting. Remember? Well, that was different too. No, no, yeah. On, yeah, on the, yeah, on the yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't that know was weeks about, yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, so Kent State, Kent State, Kent State. <laughs> Listen, I, this saves me a little bit of schedule, but this is the last time we'll do this. This is the last time we'll be there. Okay, so they don't know a lot about Kid State. And this is ta- it's a, right. and let's see where George is motivated. Like I don't, I'm not fretting them about the, I'm fretting about them playing Vanderbilt or anything like that. But like you know, they're in the SEC. We know the history of, of Vanderbilt. We see what they're trying to do. We have the context. That's the thing about these games. Like that's the thing about these games. I like them. And I'd like to go, and I'll be there, and I'll have a great time. Absolutely, but it, it is it, everything just becomes. How does Georgia handle this? Mm-hmm. What will we see from this? What we'll see from that? And you feel bad. And and listen, I didn't do this for Illinois playing Wyoming. Like Georgia's at a place where like you just clearly like don't have to worry. Like people are like, well, Alabama had that Louisiana Monroe game. Yeah, before they were Alabama, like. Georgia's Georgia now. That's not happening again. Or if it is happening, that is a whole other spiral yeah. or a whole different thing. And I think that's the problem with these games. And that's why this is going to be hard next year when they start with those four games. Sorry, South Carolina. Uh, but, no, I think it would be really funny to have a big uh, uh, welcoming of uh, female athletes at the Georgia game. Uh, <laughs> and actually right, do it right, well. right when they yeah, well. Do it the right way. <laughs> um, Just to show off. Yeah. So you're like, are you okay, Shane? Or is everything good? You're <laughs> But I think you're right, though. I mean, if this game is interesting out beyond whatever narratives we're trying to create or come up with, we next the Sunday afternoon podcast is going to be very different. Yeah, <laughs> and frankly, the podcast for the rest of the week, the the season, will be very different, yeah. right? Um, you know, it's, uh, it's fun. One of our listeners, Clay, I would say, the podcast probably for the next four or five years could <laughs> be different. Truly yeah. horrible yeah. happen. Um, so Clay Westbrook, one of our listeners, texted me. He's like, "Hey, uh, you know." I listen to the podcast. I, I I share your exuberance, but let's keep in mind. Let's not forget. He gave me a couple of years uh, of Georgia. 
it's not wrong, right? Uh, we're still dealing with college athletes, and I'm not saying this week's a thing that will happen, right? We're still dealing with college athletes. Um, you know, Alabama, even in their their most able to slaughter all giants, or they were the giant that everyone was trying to slaughter, able to, you know, what would be the point spread versus Alabama versus the Jets, right? That was a thing. Right, right, right. Um, even those years, they had games where they struggled. Um, there was coming a game this season where Georgia will struggle. Yeah, but it's going to be against an SEC team. It's no, no, no. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 say, I'm yeah. queuing up the conversation right, right. To, to keep in mind. We, yeah. we have to keep in mind. As good as Georgia's looked in these three games, um, when, when your worst game is like, they look pedestrian in the second half against a Mac, uh, a Sanford team that was uh, clearly overmatched. Okay, I'll take that. Right, I'll take that. Um, you know, if, if if our clunker is a bad second half against a D D a one uh, a FCS opponent, give me all those clunkers. Well, I think Will's right. With it's not this season. I think it kind of crystallized for me. Next season, those first four games, because we're still basking in the glory, and we're like. Holy yeah. crap! This yeah. team is awesome, and they're doing things that we didn't anticipate. And then if things—let's just say things go right again. I'm not going to go too in depth, but you're right. I mean, when we get these clunkers, for lack of a better term, to four in a row next year, then that's when it's going to happen. And listen, also part of this too is that, like, again, as we came back to the original conversation, Georgia has actually played a top 15, top 20 team this year yeah. and just eviscerated them. And that's what makes a game like this even harder. Yeah. Like, that game, like, like, look at the Clemson game last year. Like, sure, Georgia was clearly favored in the games after that, but, like, clearly Georgia had a lot of questions to get answered after that Clemson game last year. So far, it's hard. Like, you can say the defense is still working its way back and they're still, they're not last year's defense. You can say where they haven't had that game where they run for 350 yards, you know, rich, all rich guy problems uh, at a certain level. But last year, you were like, wait, so they only scored nine points. Clemson's defense is very good, obviously, but we need to see if this offense, that became basically the storyline all year was what is the offense good? Like the offense was good last year, but the defense was so good that you thought, okay, at the big moments, is the offense going to be able to be there? The defense now, the only thing you can say about this defense is, okay, we're not sure yet if it's as good as the defense that had these shocking number of draft picks come last year. Uh, that's all we have to work with. And that's not because they killed Sanford. That's not because they killed South Carolina. It's because they just, they absolutely destroyed a team that just be the team that, uh, that not just Tony thought had a chance to go to the playoff this year. Yeah. And I think that's what's different about this year than next year. Mm-hmm. The idea that like we will actually learn nothing from those four games next year. We've learned something pretty amazing about this Georgia team right now. They can destroy... Like, if Oregon would have lost by, like, 20 against BYU, it would be like, okay, Oregon's not there. They stopped the breaks, on yes. them. Yeah. Easy. But, like, Oregon's good. <laughs> Oregon is good. They are... There's there's no reason to think they can't... I mean, would you be stunned if they made it to the Pac-12 championship game? I certainly wouldn't be stunned if they made it No, not this point. No. And Georgia destroyed them in every... Pos- in, a, in a way to where, like... Oregon was like, sorry, we don't even, they're actually playing a different sport than we are. We're actually still really good and we're excited with the new coach, but that's something entirely different. That's, that's something about this team that we now know. And therefore it makes it that much harder to look at a Kent state and be like, okay, we're going to be cautious about this. So it's, why would you be after you just did that against Oregon? And you look at Oregon 
looking ahead, what if they completely run the table and start mashing people? That's that loss to Georgia would keep them out of the playoff because you're like people be like, we saw this already. We yeah. don't need to make them the fourth. Eh, it's never cost Notre Dame in the past. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> right? Maybe not. I mean, uh, I, I mean, think- if they win the Pac-12 and don't lose another game, they'll be in the playoff. Maybe. I don't think, I'm fine uh, yeah. with it. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine with it. I mean, Bo Nix looked great last yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. That would be kind of a nice touch. <laughs> After that game, Oregon making the playoff. Oh. Good Lord. I wonder if they and would get put them. playing Georgia. Would they put them at four and Georgia at one? <laughs> well, if they're. They'd have to. I think they'd have to. That'd be amazing. And the Chick-fil-A game. Would it be in Atlanta? Yes. Same stadium. Oh, my gosh. Bo Nix would, would Dan be. Dan Lanish like, you know what, guys? It's fine. <laughs> Forget, yeah, it's, uh, Just write us a check. Yeah, we won't right, even right, make the right, trip. Right, listen. You, know, I, you know how the, eventually you guys are going to have buys? Just go ahead and take one now. Yeah. Just go ahead. God, we're such assholes. Sorry, William. We're smug now. We're sorry, William. We are oh, yeah. smug. Yeah, you smug. need to apologize to William. I, it's, it's, it's not smug. It's they just beat them 49. Like, seriously. It's, like, it's not wrong. You're like, not it's, wrong. Like, that's the thing. is that, that, that That's a piece of information. Like, listen, I was... You can go back and please don't, but go back and look at the preview podcast for Oregon. I was like, guys, I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous. Landing knows this stuff. You might go after Stetson a little bit. We don't know what Stetson's got. Uh, they're going to try to, and like clearly every single thing I possibly could have been worried about was answered, other than like, okay, well, the defense gave up a few yards. And I think that's changed the whole way you talk about the season. And frankly, the fact that Florida, you know, Richardson clearly is not there yet. And, and Florida, it's hard. I'm sorry. It's just hard, and I think that's why I like talking about next week's next year's schedule as a as a good tie into this. I don't think it's being smug to say I'm sorry. I don't. It's a really a lot. Like Florida will be fun because it's always Florida and mm-hmm. it's always the game and everything. But like I, it comes back to that same thing we talked about. How do you motivate a team when you're this? Especially you in the right off now. season, we're like, all right, guys, we got two a days and we got to get get geared up for Ball State or. Whatever we're oh, UTM. Yeah. I mean, yeah, back to back. I mean, you know, looking at the other side, he's going to earn coin. his paycheck next year. Well, but look at the other side of the coin. It's not a terrible. It is not no a you're terrible right. schedule. You're right. I'm talking about in a entertainment value for me. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, for his so. sake. And yeah. for the record, I have an assignment for you, Scott. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because you 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 you're keeping all these podcasts, right? We saw it with still they're still on the internet. I mean, uh, they're on the internet and they're on a hard oh, drive. That, that, that's what that stack of papers is in the yeah. corner. It's the transcripts that you write out of the podcast. Every exactly. Week. Yeah. Um, if 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 I'm look like a moron in a month when Georgia has something terrible has happened, please put together the clip show of all of these things. But like, I just it's hard to look at this team right now and say, oh yeah, I'm really sweating Missouri. Or I'm sweating. Like you can sweat Florida a little bit just because it's Florida, and just a little. And you can. I think there's reason to actually sweat Kentucky and Tennessee and Tennessee. But how do you, how do you look at a game like Kent State and or Missouri and think that this is what is going on with Georgia football is even sim, uh, even similar sport to what they're doing? I mean, they both play with the same football for now. <laughs> Not a Sankey has his way. Oh, Sankey. You know who else has their way? <laughs> Mr. Segway. With Why the, don't you tell us, Scott? Well, I, you know you who know, has their way with shipping. <laughs> you do if you use code WSLS if you're ordering from the76.com. 
I, I liked I liked my segue during the uh, the post game podcast. Oh, my, Will my, killed it. Yeah. My children. Were By the wa- way, we're walking around shirtless, being like, "Papa, right? Papa, close us." Go to the seven six t h e s e v e n s i x dot com uh, and order some stuff. You want free shipping, Scott? Go to WSLS at use WSLS. Go to WSLS. Yeah, you can go there too. <laughs> use WSLS as your uh, shipping code or your code, your uh, gift code, and you get free shipping with that. Yeah, and I, I chose to wear, I've been wearing a lot of 7 6 apparel lately. I'm, I chose to wear my at last shirt uh, honoring uh, the Braves World Series Championship from last year. It's uh, really cool. I had a guy stop me today when I was out and about. Kind of noticed the ATL is written in the Brave script, and then the last, which is in the same font, um, you know, commemorating the World Series championship. Actually, I was looking on the website. There's one new T-shirt. It's the it's a really cool helmet feature, and it's a GATA with a face mask. And how cool would it be, Tony? I don't know if you can see this. This is good podcasting right here. Mm-hmm. The visual. That's pretty cool. Uh, the GATA is formed in the face mask. So you will be able to signal other Georgia fans from feet, multiple feet away when they see that GATA yes. coming towards And maybe them. you'll see a Georgia Southern fan. They'll be like, ah, oh, oh no. I have a couple of friends that are Georgia. Yeah, and they're, yeah, like, yeah. they're like, no, that's ours. I'm like, no, it started yeah, up here yeah, with Irk because yeah. he was here first. That just irks me. Yes. Oh, we had Irk first, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you want, uh, you want some cool swag, shirt, other gear... We'll also found out that you can clothe your phone. They have phone cases there. Mm-hmm. They do. They My have phone belts. gets so cold. It gets so, so belts naked. Belts and socks. So Hoodies. It's about to be sweater weather. Yeah. Not, not today. It's never getting sweater weather. I swear to <laughs> God, it's making me insane. You know, the, the weather for um, Saturday looks pretty good. High yeah, of 82. Yeah. yeah. Um, upper 50s when we get set up. Not so. 95 like it was October. today. Oh, my God. But, uh, but yeah, tell, uh, tell Chase we said hello if you uh, comment or uh, send him a, you know Instagram DM. Like, I love the shirt. Tell Slide that, in the DMs. Tell them that waiting since last Saturday sent you. Oh, if you want free shipping, Scott, what do you do? WSLS at yeah. checkout. At checkout. Yeah. You can't just type it into your phone or something like that. It's not some magic thing. That do happens. not write it in Sharpie on your screen. You can, but it doesn't help you. It will not help you. No. It will, that could, will cause you considerable turmoil. <laughs> That's all we have to say about that. Who's leading the fun office pool? Not me. Are we doing fun office pool already, or are we? Are we having? Do we have any trivia? No, he, he just well, there's me. stuff. There's stuff embedded in the games. Okay, that fair. we go through. Okay. Well, this is going to be a nice tight show. Then I like it. If we're going, oh, yeah, we've got it. plenty of time. Hey, by the I'll way, push. Robert. By oh. the way, Robert Wolf. This message is just for you. We'll just ruin it when we go two hours. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Our first four shows next year might be thirty minutes each no. because they're not hardly. Yeah, um, sir. I'm still here. So leading the way with 151 points is UGA fan. Followed closely by UGA Newt. And then in third place, some say Bennett is still drunk <laughs> at 148. I'm rude. That's, my, that's, my, that's my second favorite one. I'm hoping to get one. The, one the, the, the impressive thing is that some of these leaders have only lost or picked like eight, seven. There's one person here with six games incorrect. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, with this, because the college football season, it's not as drunk as 07 was, but it's been pretty... Week two is a little drunk. Yeah. It's it been was. pretty bizarre. I'm barely over 500. Oh, yeah? Yeah, at 17 and 15, ranked 146th. Do you know where you are? I don't. I'm somewhere in the, I don't know, 40s, Will, 50s. I never have any idea where I am. 
I don't know where I am right now. Shout out to my son, Jack, who is ranked 115th. That's well ahead of me. Um, but behind the two other people in the room with you. Yeah, behind, definitely behind Will and Tony. Where are y'all? I was trying to vamp to get you there. I mean, I think I'm... Yeah, you have the other spawn. Oh, you, know what, you know what? There's a... Ser- okay, here's, here's the thing. There's a search feature on here that I found last week. On your web browser? Yes. He's yeah. got to start writing that thing in Sharpie. Yeah. That's not so going to help use, you. So use the little... If you have an Apple, use the little squiggly symbol in S. Yeah, F. I mean, F. F fine. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so, Tony Waller, you are... Wait, wait. You, I'm asking this record. You just, you just realized you can do that. There's one in the fun office pools. Oh, it's no, it's on the browser. Yeah, but he's saying there's, there's also like one you can search. Oh, okay, individual. it's in the fun office pools, oh, okay. like website. Yeah, you can just search. And so, it seems I, like a necessary feature, but it is there. I typed in Tony Waller, and it says you're ranked 37th with okay. 133 points. Okay, 37. Got some work to make. So we can we can sit here and just search people. Will Leach is ranked. 37th. Woo! What? I had a good Y'all week last week. Y'all are tied. I tied. We only get one point each. I had a good week last week. I did. Uh, when, I, when I typed in Will, it also brought up Tiffany. Yeah. Because it's Tiff Willie, and she's ranked 233rd. I That's think right. she's not she entering stuff. She's not entering stuff, I think. Okay. All right. Well, just so you know, Tiffany, we're, very, we're not mad. We're just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my son, Walker, who is ranked 84th with 124 points. Anybody okay. who should I ter- search Katie? Uh, yeah, Katie. I think Katie's given up like Tiffany has. Um, I don't think she's entered stuff. Uh, Kristen, she is uh, 136th. Uh, uh, maybe she, Lawyer Mama? You know what? I, when I typed in K-A-T, it pulled up Tim Kelly. Right. He's ranked 170th. Good job. How about, how's UGA Karen doing? Mm. She was doing really well. 100. Uh, she's not doing really well. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, but Though she seems to be doing well. Like yeah, in life. yeah it's a The life. season is still early. Yeah, so uh, we appreciate everybody playing. It's uh, it's fun. I, I go through a process every Sunday where I I pick out games and then I, I call the list down on Monday. And uh, actually, Julie Moon called me out for a particular game. Let's see if Scott gets there. See if Scott uh, picks out the game she called me out for. Yeah. Uh, what, what do we think of this week, generally speaking, uh, national wise? It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty bland. Yeah. Tennessee's uh, kind of fun. That's kind Tennessee, of fun. Florida. Well I, well, I mean, we'll talk about. The, when we get to the pick, but we'll know a lot about who is going to compete. We'll know a lot about just how good Kentucky is yeah. with that game. Uh, when, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I think Michigan State and Ohio State play. Is that, or is that Wisconsin Ohio State this week? Um, I don't remember. Yeah, Wisconsin Ohio State. Also, depending on, whether, on uh, when you are listening to this, make sure you spend your Thursday evening not doing anything else but other than watching Illinois Chattanooga on Big Ten Network, 8.30 start on Thursday night. Thank goodness we got a Thursday night game. Thursday night. I tried to stream that NFL game, and the internet's yeah. famously bad at my house. Yeah. It was still, they, Wasn't they got it also on together. NFL Network? Was it? I thought it was on Amazon only. So I think uh, I'm not, I watched I the Dude there. Perfect feed. Ah, uh, okay. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I got a little blowback on uh, McAfee. Yeah, not, not a fan. Uh, I'm not either, but like people are like, why don't you like Pat McAfee? And so I was like, I'm going to give this guy a chance. I'm going to give this guy a chance. So I watched College Game Day last week. And like he, I, I'll put it this way. I, I don't think it's unreasonable to expect one of the people on the show when they do the picks to know, have a depth of knowledge outside the top three or four programs that exceeds that of the celebrity picker. That does not seem like too much to ask. 
And I would argue that Pat McAfee did not have an excessive knowledge. But he does have a chain around his neck and a tank top. I think he brings the energy that probably is lacking, you know, for that. He brings huge crowd. energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You can, and you I can, like how they brought up the fact that he missed the kick versus uh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. And well, back mean, when he was kicking. Yeah, they they harked back to the fact that he was a kicker and one of the things he did because eventually they're going to run out of kicks because that's basically all they ever do with him on that show. Like, I yes, do I agree that he brings energy? Yes, he does bring it. A rabid monkey would also bring energy to that show. I would not know what's going to happen next. And that that person would also have as much to say about the Oklahoma-Nebraska game. I think you just gave me the hiccups. You know who has energy and is also very smart doing this but works for Fox? Robert Griffin Jr., I'm the third. I mean, third. did you 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 heard? I'm oh, sorry. That's yeah. his dad. This is dad. <laughs> How do you know? His dad. His dad's pretty well, uh, pretty pretty lit too. Uh, you know, some of the stuff he's he's broke out is like he. I mean, I can't take credit for saying this first, but he he actually talked about that big Phoenix energy last <laughs> week. I was saying this three years ago when he was at Indiana. Yeah. Um, but he had some good lines. But I just. McAfee's not my thing, uh, and I think I, I will put the hit the nail on the head. I was thinking, like you know, I uh, I am cool if you're not prepared, but not being prepared and you mask that by turn around yelling, "Whoa, upstate!" Every time yeah. you got, every time you get to the end of a line, it's just like I've seen. I've, I've seen professional wrestling. I know how it works. Yeah, he's he's a hot man. Yeah, and, and I, like and, and he's a hot man. Uh, you know, they should put Tony Schiavone up there instead. Schiavone would actually know about. I would Football. take Paul Heyman in like a half a second over, the, over that Heyman. game. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, go ahead. So, yeah, sorry, Scott. I think I have the hiccups, which is not good for podcasts. <laughs> I've had the hiccups in a while. Um, Are they contagious? I I Should I put my mask on? I, I don't have a mask on. I guess, I've, I've had a hiccup vaccine. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so the first game uh, that I have here is Ball State at Georgia Southern. And I wrote, instead of writing anything about the series meeting or anything like that, I wrote, no one cares. That's what I wrote. Okay. I'm going to take Southern. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia Southern. They'll probably make a t-shirt if they beat Ball State. So I'm going to pick Georgia Southern. Scott Spicy off the bat. Get after that ball. Moving on. (laughs) Just trying it. TCU at SMU. SMU, as Scott Van Pelt calls it. Now my sons call it it SMU. It's the battle for the Metroplex. Yeah. Scott Van Pelt has like a billion sports he has to talk about and still has a depth of knowledge that is much vaster than that numbnuts that's on the college game day thing every day. Scott Van Pelt has to talk about football and baseball and basketball and hockey, for God's sake. But you know what he does? He researches. He finds out what he's talking about. He's like, oh, this is interesting. Uh, does he talk about gambling more than I'd like to? Yes. But Scott Van Pelt still like actually understands that when you are on television and paid to talk about something, you should try to find what, what the hell you're talking about. Well... Now that we know your son listens, when your poor shirtless son says, Papa, what is a numb nuts? <laughs> Papa. <laughs> you can put on that clip. What is a numb nuts? <laughs> this is the 94th all-time meeting versus the Horned Frogs and the Mustangs. They're close to each other. 40 miles from Fort Worth to North Dallas. TCU is in Fort Worth. SMU is in Dallas. And since the year 2000, TCU is 16-4 and four versus SMU. However... The Mustangs have won the last two meetings. Yeah, I think it's one of those games where TCU's uh, new head coach probably should win this ball game. I don't think he does, though. Give me SMU. I always still kind of feel like TCU should be cursed for a while for firing the guy 
that they have a statue of outside of the front. They've got a statue of him yeah. outside the stadium and they fired him. I don't know. It feels bad. I don't like it. I blame them. I'm picking SMU. Yeah, I picked SMU as well. I should have, uh, I should correct that, but I'm not going to. I'm going sti- to stick with the Mustangs. Notre Dame at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Interesting fact Notre Dame is 20 and 1 officially all time versus North Carolina because North Carolina actually has won two, but the 2008 win was vacated. I guess didn't was that when they had that uh, tutoring scandal or something like no, that? They, they paid no penalty for that. Hmm. No. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, they didn't nor- get the national championship thing. The Tar Heels have had a week off after their run through the Sun Belt gauntlet mm-hmm. that where they went to App State and barely won, and then they went to Georgia State and won. Um, barely. Not barely, Bare- but definitely uh, closer. And then Notre Dame's on the road for the first time this year, but they've got BYU next week. Tough on the, spot. On the road in Las Vegas. Um, yeah, so I put this game on there because it's super interesting. Ta- uh, North Carolina can't stop anybody and moves the ball so much. Uh, Notre Dame can't move the ball and stops everybody. Um, I think Notre Dame wins this game, but the, entire, the entirety of the range of scores are a 3-2 to two win by either team and a 72-70 shootout a la um, LSU and Texas A&M and whatever year that was. Fun fact, by the way, speaking of Notre Dame, uh, Notre Dame and Georgia play in basketball in Atlanta this year as the holiday hoops giving. Okay. So just uh, keep that in mind for all you guys that, Phillips, right? that love Georgia basketball so much you're love willing it. to drive to Phipps Arena. Phipps Arena to, not I mean, Phipps Plaza. To, Phipps be, to be fair, if you want Georgia basketball to win, the three of us need to be present. Yes. Together. Because they beat Memphis last yes, year with exactly, us present. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's where we got that great gif of Tony getting all excited that we, we need to tweet that out. Yeah, and, I, and me high-fiving the judge. Yes. High-fiving the judge yes. behind me. Oh, yeah. And uh, I still prefer the one when oh, they had yeah. the fight when Tony loses his mind. Oh, God. Yeah. That's my favorite one. That was the TV feed, too. Yeah, it was TV feed. It's like you're leaning oh, yeah, over and, going, and you turn around at the camera yeah. and it's like... Because I missed that game because I was the Super Bowl that week. I was the Super yeah. Bowl that week. I missed that game. Hey, no was, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. 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 All right, then a, a, a matchup of ranked teams. You got Clemson at Wake Forest. Clemson's ranked five, which I think they're vastly overrated, but there's nobody else to choose from. Yeah. Uh, Wake Forest comes in at 21. Wake has four wins in this rivalry since 1994. Clemson is 69. Nice. 17 <laughs> and one all time, and they have won 13 in a row. Is this game at Clemson or Wake? Is, it Wake? is that Wake? Wake's got to be frustrated. Like, we're never getting game day, by the way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, this is as close as they were ever going to get to get game day. I mean, I don't know, maybe they win this game and they – but who else in, in Miami, the maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, does Wake Forest play um, – They're at Florida State. Yes, yeah, so they can't get that one. Okay, I'll no. do it. I'll pick Wake Forest. I can't. I want to very badly, by the way. Um, the idea, by the way, if Wake Forest wins this game, the idea of Wake Forest at Florida State next week. Being the Atlantic or Coastal Championship. Be, basically whatever. being for like, is there going to be, listen, the idea that Wake Forest, I think Connolly pointed out this week that like Wake, I, I talked about this a little on the postgame show, that Wake Forest, Duke, oh yeah, Kansas, yeah. Illinois should like be, one, yeah. Illinois should be 3-0. and The idea that those teams. How's Villanova doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't think they go. But the idea that, like, not just, like, obviously teams that are good at basketball, but teams that are, like, when you, if you were to say, who are the five worst group of five 
football programs. Like oh, you, yeah, you, you talk about Kansas, you talk uh, about Duke, you talk about Wake Forest, you talk about Illinois, yeah. you talk about Vanderbilt, probably. Yeah. And to see those teams, four, three of those teams undefeated, and like I'm sorry, I kind of feel like Kansas should be ranked. It's kind of weird, but now Wake Forest is starting to put this together. Now this is like everything they're trying to do at Wake Forest. When we talked about uh, in the past, where when Georgia was down, that like South Carolina's got like this shot, right. and Kentucky or Missouri's got like this shot. Yeah, this is their shot. The Clemson is a little wobbly. Like they're still obviously the top five, but like this does not strike anyone. I'm sure Clemson fans included as a particularly great team, especially considering look how much more they struggled against Georgia Tech than Mississippi did. Yeah, and yeah. so like. The idea, um, if Wake Forest is going to get them, now is the time they're going to get them. I just, I can't pick them to get them, I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to pick Clemson It's a noon well. start. Let me noon yeah. start. It might be a, this might be a good catch the end of the game uh, um, yeah. if, uh, if, if you get tired of the 600 level, Scott. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> decide to go I could be back up there. I might go to the other corner this time. Yeah, just change things up. I went up. to the west corner last time. I might little, go to the east corner. A little different. It's just see how it feels. Super yeah. easy to get up there. Got some great photos. I, I even been, took a photo of Will. Yeah. Kind of see him. I, I The only time I've been up there, because this is before, I went up there with my dad mm-hmm. when we first moved here, before I was part of these tickets, and we went to the that game where, it was the first year, it was Texas State. No, it was North Texas. North Texas. It was okay. North Texas. And it, I, was, and I, all I, I think I've said this before, I was like, my dad, like, he... He's like, you're moving to Georgia? And I was like, yeah, it's a long story. And um, so he came to visit, he helped us move in. And he came to, I was like, Dad, it's awesome. We live so close to the football stadium that we can just walk there. It's amazing. You'll love it. Let's go to a game. I got cheap tickets for Georgia. We're in the 600. It'll be really fun. And you will love walking. We And when, what happened? It poured down rain like crazy. What game have, was that? That was North Texas in 2013. Oh. It oh, poured yeah. down rain. And he's like, Wow. What a perk you have <laughs> to be able to walk. To Kyle Bryan is awesome. Yeah, so. yeah. I just can't please that man. Another noon game is uh, number 17, Baylor, going to Ames, Iowa. Iowa State. What's the line on that game? Uh, it is Iowa State minus two and a half. And Baylor, just for the historical purposes, this is a very even series. If you're considering who to pick, Baylor leads the all-time series only eleven to nine, and um, I have one trivia question for y'all that revolves around this game. I'm ready. Okay, how far is it from Waco, Texas, to Ames, Iowa? Within seventy-five miles. I can't do the math on that. Within fifty miles. All right, Waco, Texas, to Ames, Iowa, two hundred, four hundred, seven hundred. I'm going to say 850. Oh, Will almost got it on the number. 866 miles. Nice. Then can you tell me the five states that you, including the, the destination? So the three. The three. Three states you drive through. Arkansas? No. No. Oklahoma. Oklahoma is correct. Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma, Nebraska? No. Damn. Kansas. Kansas is correct. You, you can, can you tell the school? Tell I went to school, public school in the United States. I don't know There's one more. Track. I'm from Pierce County, man. <laughs> it's Kansas, uh, Kansas, Oklahoma, and he knows. Just say it. Missouri, Missouri. I thought my name was great. I thought my great. It's the Ozark. That's the Ozarkian part of Missouri. It not the St. Louis part of Missouri. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. well. You go. You kinda, in, you're going to Kansas City and go north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not quite. Not quite Ozark. Yeah. Uh, I got Baylor. 
Yeah, yeah. give me Baylor. All right, and then we, we spoke about— I'm taking Iowa State, by the way. Yeah, speaking of—by uh-huh. by the way, Iowa yeah. State, uh, my very good friend, if you saw the tweets— uh, from the Iowa State tailgate with the Georgia National Championship flags from the first game of the season. That was sent to me my friend Aaron. She and her husband, Brian, are going to come down. They've always wanted to come to a Georgia game. They're coming down Thanksgiving. They will be here for the Georgia Tech game. And not to make too much of a tease, we have a place lined up to do a meetup after the game. Go ahead and um, we, 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 we don't go to the place yet. We, yeah. We'll no, talk about the place. We, we okay. want to talk about the place. I know the place. We're yes. working on yeah, well, you, 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 I hope so. You work here. You work here. You work here. But... We go ahead and plan, no matter what time the Georgia Tech game is, there will be a podcast meetup after the game. We'll talk more about that a little later in the season. Um, but my, it just reminded me of my friend from Iowa State. She and her husband are going to be down for the first ever Georgia, uh, Georgia football game. That meetup we had after the – It was four years ago. Four years ago. Yeah. Four years ago. That was, yeah, it was – that was not the one at the – at the uh, we had the one at the beach place yeah that uh-huh. was but yeah that was that was that was less that was, that was it 16. was fun it was the last time tech played in athens yeah that 2018 is what you're thinking of yeah but we're talking about I mean, what thinking we're about. talking about the time that we we did the foundry that was 2019 yeah after oh Texas 19 AM, that's right the, i forgot the, about the rain game yeah yeah, yeah. The, the, that was the, fun yeah yeah and but but we we also did the one at uh, South at South South South, 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 South That was just a meetup and more. It was just Jim Wood. Yeah, and and UJ which is fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. We were very. We were, that was a that they lost that game. Yeah. that's how long ago it was. I think I'd like to think that's where Jim found his uh, North Star to start a podcast. Yeah, when he came to our meetup. Our inspiration. At South Wait, Kitchen does Bar. does he have a podcast? Yeah, he does. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Come on. I love to trash talk other podcasts. It's called Keeping the Stanford, Sanford Bridge. Good for you. Know. That's good for him. Oh, that's cute. That's so nice. Oh my God. Do they, do they like, do they, like, they, they, they tape it and like post it? And they have sponsors? Oh my God. Do they have like a feed? Well, it works. I mean, ours, ours was broken. <laughs> yeah, like seriously. Give me, give me, give me, me Baylor. Give you Baylor. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that as well. I'm taking that mistake. Nice. Is that all the games? No. Like, can I subscribe to it? Like, <laughs> like, does it have like the little button that you can the click? Visible it? frustration. Oh, it's so cute. Scott's, that's so Scott's so like, cute. God, we were so close Good to an hour. You. Good at for you. William F. Leach. Y'all know Good that already. Good for you. Uh, then we got uh, number 15, Oregon at Washington State. This yeah. is the 102nd meeting. It's, that, that's surprising to me. Um, Oregon has won three in a row. And so I have a couple trivia questions about this game and location. The Cougars. They are the Cougars. Has the head coach of Washington State been vaccinated? The answer yes. is definitely yes. Because <laughs> that's why he's there. The, uh, the name of the stadium is Martin Stadium. Tell me if this would fly in the state of Georgia. It's named after former governor of Washington, Clarence D. Martin, graduate of University of Washington. His son, back in 1972, made a $250,000 donation to build the stadium with a stipulation that it had to be named after his dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's why it's named Martin Stadium. I that, agree. That wasn't a trivia question. Okay. That was Sorry, a, that was a fun fact. Two. It was a fun fact. Fun fact. Um, but the trivia question... Martin Stadium. It's one. It's only one of three FBS schools that has two support posts for their goalposts. <laughs> okay, it's like a soccer <laughs> yeah. net, I okay. guess, post type thing. Can you name 
no. the other two schools, and they're very. I, big I know one of them. Schools. I know okay. one of them. LSU. LSU is correct. What's the conference of the other one? ACC. Um, it's not Syracuse. Boston College. No. Virginia. No. Duke. No. We gotta keep going. Now. I mean, we can go through all of them. Miami. Yeah, let's, let's can you get... name all the coastal? Atlantic let's see if we can do it. Let's see if we can do it. Miami. No, we're eventually going to get there. Uh, Florida State. That's correct. Yeah, Florida I knew State. that from the beginning. I was yeah. just drawing it out. <laughs> so who do you got? I'm sure I know who you got. You got Oregon, like me, right? I'm taking Oregon, but like I gotta tell you, if Washington State wins this game, like that becomes a really fascinating story. I'd actually love. I joked about Rolovich, but like. I, he was not doing a terrible job with that team. Like he no, really, no, he was not. I, I, forgive me. Forgive. Uh, uh, look out for the uh, for the uh, um, for the for the uh, Tipper Gore button here. But like, as my dad would say, he he shat in his mess kit. Yes, he did. Uh, is what he did. Like he was putting together something pretty good there. And uh, because of uh, and I would be curious to see what he has to think about this team doing so well now. Because I don't know. I, it's a, it's an interesting situation because Washington State. This is partly his guys. And like yeah. he was starting to turn that program around a little bit, clean it up after kind of a messy kind of situation with Leach. And I, it would be interesting to see what happens uh, with uh, uh, if they win this game. I'm picking Oregon, but it's pretty interesting if Washington State wins this game. Yeah, I'm picking Oregon, but I don't like it because Washington State is looking good. But I'm picking Oregon. Yeah. Then we've got in the Big Ten, we've got Wisconsin at Ohio State. Ohio State. Sorry, you got questions. It's yeah. an East versus West matchup. Can you tell brother me? Against brother. Can you tell me who is currently leading the East of the Big Ten and currently leading the West of the Big Ten? I can tell you that information. Okay. Uh, winning the East, leading leading the East uh, is Ohio State. The Penn State. Sorry, Penn State is leading. And Ohio State. Uh, Penn State and uh, give me a second. Penn State and Indiana. That's correct. And in the West, uh-huh. this is the best one. <laughs> winning the West. Is go cats Northwestern because they are the only team that is one and oh, they are one and two overall after losing at home to the Southern Illinois Salukis last oh. week. But, um, yes, the Georgia lost to the Salukis in, in an NCAA tournament. Yes, uh, the that, that was that? basketball, yeah, yes, all the mater of so I said uh, NCAA tournament, all the mater of uh, Walt Clyde Frazier, okay, and um, half of the people from my high school that went to college, yeah. That's party like, school. It's like Valdosta State for Big us. Yeah. party school. Big party school. Does the kid graduate with it? Oh, we need a pick. Yeah. Ohio State. Ohio, Ohio State. State. And then we've got Texas at Texas Tech. Texas Tech has won. Oh, Texas Tech has not won in Lubbock, which is where they're playing. They're playing in Lubbock. Texas Tech is in Lubbock for those uninitiated to the Big 12. Texas Tech has not won in Lubbock since 2008. And they've only won four times since 1999. Do you know what happened in that 2008 game? Does that was that the Michael any, Crabtree game? The Michael Crabtree game. Uh, Texas was number one coming in there, and then with like two seconds left, Graham Harrell throws a touchdown pass to uh, Crabtree. And guess who the coach was for Texas Tech back then? One Michael Leach. Mike Leach. Pew pew pew! Shoot him up. Give me Tech. I got Tech as well. I'm taking Texas. Okay. I think they're down to their third quarterback. Whatever. Yeah. First two were pretty good. They were. Yeah, but they're hurt. That, that card, Hudson card might be back, but I think they were down to. Are they going to have like a quarterback issue when, that Hudson Coop, card. when Coop comes in? Now? Not when they lose to Texas Tech. Yeah, that's true. 
Oh, Quinn mean, Ewers. Uh, next year. I'm taking next year. Two oh, years. next year? Two years. Two years. Cooper Manning? No, is it next that's year? That's his dad. Yeah. I thought it was Coop. I thought it was Coop. I thought Arch Manning. Arch. Arch. That's what it is. Speaking it's of, not Archie? No, it's Arch. Is, you can't say Archie. Archie, Archie is Archie. Yeah, Speaking of he Arch. He should have gone to Mississippi, by the way. Arkansas. It kind of rhymes. Not really. Oh, um, Arkansas is ranked 10th. The last time they were in the top 10, what happened? They came to Athens and bad stuff went for them. Yeah. <laughs> So they've, they've crawled their way back up. <laughs> they came to Athens and rose in the rankings. Number <laughs> 10, and they're playing Texas A&M. Notice I didn't say they're playing at Texas A&M because they're playing in Jerry World. Yeah. A&M is ranked currently 23rd. Texas A&M, I wrote down, has scored 62 points this season, and they've played Sam Houston State, Appalachian State, and Miami. Um, and, I mean, think about that. Coming into this season, you know, their Jimbo is being reigned as like potentially the SEC West champion. If somebody would have told them, any fan, that they're going to be averaging 20 something points a game and be two and one and, and lucky to be two and one, because uh, that Miami game was gross. I stayed up and watched that. Yeah. I'm, um, who I'm, do you got? I'm over Jimbo. I'm yeah. over him. I'm over him. By the way, do you see, speaking of Jerry World, do you see Jake Camarda became only like the seventh mm-hmm. punter to hit the screen? Yeah. And, yeah. Nice touch. And his like first punt ever, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, uh, also, Rodrigo got cut. Yeah. Well, he missed a kick, and that's your paid to, a bad kick. He's paid to do that. Mm-hmm. And he was replaced uh, by former Atlanta Chase McLaughlin. But anyways. Chase McLaughlin. Um, yeah. Give me Arkansas. If Arkansas wins this game, they are hosting Alabama next mm. week. We uh-huh. know where game day will be. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You talk about them like, uh-huh. that is, if uh-huh. they win this game. I told y'all. I told y'all. So we pick, baby. That will be, that'll be something. I'm, I'm. Pick a and that's fine. I think I'm going to pick a and Okay. Then we've got uh, a nooner. Down on the plains because they blew it last week to have like some cool season that they're, you know. I was thinking, I was kind of in my mind, I was kind of had a little voice saying it'd be fine if Auburn won, even though I didn't want them to win. I want, I'm happy they got throttled because perhaps we could trick Auburn being five and zero coming into <laughs> Athens and maybe get a cool game day in the in in the stadium type thing. But that's not going to happen. Um, we've got Missouri. At Auburn, this is the fourth all-time meeting between Missouri and Auburn. It's almost like a Big 12 SEC matchup because this is Missouri's. You, you know how we always talk about how Georgia's never played at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. The, Missouri's never played at Auburn. At, never is, played at Auburn. They've only been bowl games their, and then the Auburn's visit. This is their first visit ever to Auburn, which is interesting because it was Penn State's first ever visit to Auburn. Last <laughs> Missouri's week. in their conference. Yeah. Um, so they you can't played, prove Penn State's not. Yeah. They played in the 73 Sun Bowl, the 13 SEC championship game. Oh, and that's right. In 2017, they played in Columbia, Missouri. Auburn's 2-1 and one all time. And, the Missouri-Auburn uh, SEC championship game. Seems almost surreal yeah. when you think about it now. I know. It was. Uh, God, it wasn't think, that long ago. And I think it was, I think before that, or after that, wasn't it South Carolina Auburn in the SEC championship game? Did South maybe Carolina? South Carolina? I don't remember who they played. I, think they did. I, think they played I blocked a lot of that out. Yeah, um, this is Auburn's fourth out of eight home games this season. So it's the get Georgia schedule next year. Um, yeah. Wow! I think Auburn's going to win. Yeah. By the way, chaos. Auburn's dead after what happened last week. So, but still, I mean, if he Auburn. loses. Oh, this, this game, game. He'll, he'll get fired Monday. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think that I'm that, not by Monday. Would, I mean, would, Saturday night. Would they pull a Herm Edwards 
and like meet them on the field like they did Herman. Yeah, hey, we're I mean, for one second, they looked horrible they against Penn State, yeah. and Missouri has not looked great either. But I'll, I'll put it this way: as bad as Auburn looked in that game, like if Missouri doesn't give them something. Close, you gotta wonder about Drinkwitz too, right? Like Auburn's really bad. I think Drinkwitz is in better shape than Horse. Well, yeah, because that's just because Missouri isn't run by lunatics, but like who who would like to love to eat someone alive by just out of matter of course, just something to do. Yeah, and so, but I gotta tell you, if like if Missouri can't, if Missouri gets like beaten definitively in this game, I think you've got to wonder what he's building there. Cause this is as bad as Auburn's going to get. Yeah, probably. And, right. uh, I'm going to pick Auburn, but keep an eye on this one. Keep an eye on this. Was one. this the Julie moon tweet? It is. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Well, that's why I wanted to give a little bit of extra something. Yeah. But she wasn't happy. We were putting it on. Was she? I she can't... was like, why are you making me pick this? And oh, I, I tweeted back and said, I've really put it on there to, to annoy Javi yeah. films. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. Yeah, I said I'm gonna go with Auburn. I don't. I don't have to like it. They're they're favored by a touchdown. Okay. So. Yeah. Again, um, that line is weird to me, considering how bad Auburn. I mean, I, I, uh, Auburn like, was horrible. I know, Missouri. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like I don't know, man. Like, you got me convinced that 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 game's worth watching while I'm. Yeah. What time is it? Noon. Oh yeah, I can't. Watch Eleven a.m. Central. Cannot yes. watch it. Yes. We saw this. We mentioned that, by the way, that that we saw this week that Georgia Missouri is seven thirty. Yeah, Not so we we'll can't go. So I won't. Uh, that will be the first Georgia game probably in quite a few years. I'm not actually watching. I had I actually be, considered. You'll have it on your phone, right? I'll be checking the score on my phone. Yeah. I, I will be at Bush Stadium. That's the final weekend yeah. of Albert Holes, uh, Yadier Molina, and maybe Adam Wainwright. Right? And yeah. uh, I will be there with my dad. And as, uh, as I'm there, as a like I'm there. As official capacity, like I'll be writing about it, and I'm doing all that, but I'm obviously going to take my dad for that. So, so. you're going are you going to be in the press box? You'd be like, Dad, you just find yourself a seat. No, 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 no. I have a I have press access for if I need it. Yeah. Um, so you'd be like, Hey, Dad, come get some snacks. No, 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 no. Can't do that. It's, it's, I mean, you can, but it's frowned upon. Sure. I actually don't like using press boxes, and to me, I, what I'll use it for is basically. I'm probably going to write after the game on Sunday, yeah. and it'll just be easier than having to go back to the hotel and do it. Yeah. And um, so... Because they have Wi-Fi. Yeah. And yes. I, and, and so... Um, but yeah, it'll be... Uh, it is... It, we'll talk about it next week. But I'm, are they going to make the I'm playoffs? Excited. Are the Cardinals going to make playoffs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, it, yeah. Their magic number is seven. Yeah. So What's the Braves? Uh, four? Two? Did I get the right? Well, four? the Braves can, I think, get in the playoffs tonight. Oh, so, so it is two then. But okay. the, with the Cardinals... Better numbers to win the division, which yeah. is not what the Braves. I um I, I may go to that game. I don't know yet. The the Georgia Missouri game. Oh, okay. The weekend works out that I can go. Uh, just fly Saturday, drive over, and then fly out Sunday. So we'll That's see next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a I have a flight voucher. I got to burn. So. Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed getting back to our game, by the way, on the post game podcast of having you predict the game time. Of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one it's of fun. my it's favorite. Fun. Things. Yeah. It's, fun. it's one of my favorite things. Uh, all right, and the, the final game we're picking is uh, number 20, Florida, going up to Knoxville to visit number 11, Tennessee. This is game day's first visit up there since 2016. It hasn't been long enough. Which was the last I mean, the last time they went up there. It was a, it was a Tennessee-Florida Florida. game in Knoxville. This is uh, Tennessee's 10th time hosting game day, and it's the ninth Tennessee-Florida game, tied for third most with... Oh, I don't know. Two other teams have been trading blows over the past couple of years. Oh, we get to guess? Yeah. Um, Alabama. And? 
Auburn. No. Georgia. Yeah, there we go. For game day? Yeah. Those, uh, yeah, but you're counting SEC championships and sure. national it's championships. Yeah, they okay, they yeah. count. I mean, they do the, Yeah, I know. They, they, I just, they, they're they going to bring out the numb nuts, and, and, so that's how you know. It's, uh, <laughs> Papa, what's a numb nuts? <laughs> and, Tennessee, um, and, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but they're going to hashtag Checker Nealon this weekend. Uh, that turned out so well last year when they Checker Nealon. Um, <laughs> so I said earlier when we were talking about this game one hour and a half ago, uh, that we'll know a lot more about. So two things. Obviously, Kentucky beat Florida a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Florida beats Tennessee. That probably means Kentucky is like the de facto second in the East, or or at least that game Georgia Kentucky the weekend before Thanksgiving is uh, is a pretty big deal. And you might particularly go, if Kentucky's undefeated, yeah, you might go ahead and pencil in game day for that. Yeah. Um, the uh, likewise if. Tennessee takes care of business the way I think they're going to. Um, you can go ahead and pencil in Florida for, at best, the uh, Music City Bowl, right? So I think Tennessee wins. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold my nose and take Tennessee as well. But it's well, not I don't like, like would, it at all. I would hold my nose if I pick Florida, too. Is, 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 if, you, if you're a Georgia fan, who do you want? Forget historical right. stuff. I'm talking about moving forward. I want Tennessee to win. Moving forward where you want these programs to be. I don't know. I almost feel like you can argue maybe you want Florida to win because Tennessee <laughs> thinks it's really close Yeah, right that's. Now. I think you, you, you might have convinced me there because no matter what happens with this game, Florida's not firing their coach. Um, I, like, I like them being happy and hopeful. See, I feel that way about Tennessee, but yeah. Well, to, I, to I, I like them to be happy and hopeful too. Yeah. Tennessee but, can continue to talk themselves into the idea that we're building towards something, and look what we just did. We just won on game day. This is mm-hmm. we've turned the corner. We're getting to where we got, got to go. Florida can win this. Florida loses this game, and no one's going to really get sweat. Yeah, I think I think that's where I am too. Yeah, if yeah. Florida loses this game, it is a. It, it Coach can, Napier it can implode a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, Coach I think it's a little early. Coach, yeah. They, yeah, Coach Napier told us it's going to be this way. And they already, and they already got they already got a they got a win that frankly most people did not expect them to get. Yeah, they could, and, and, they could and should be zero and three if you ask me. Right, right. But, but here's not, the thing, and that's the here's point. the thing. Tennessee, if they lose this game, you know, what's their schedule the rest of the way? I don't know. Yeah, let's bring that um, there's a world where they employ implode a little bit, right? They've got at LSU. <laughs> okay. Alabama at home. Loss. Then uh, our opening game next year, Tennessee Martin. <laughs> and then Kentucky at Georgia, Missouri at South Carolina at Vanderbilt. So it's possible if they lose this game, there's one, two, three. They right. could lose four of the next five. Right, they lose this game. LSU is losable. They will yeah. lose to Alabama. They will lose to us. Uh, there was one more, right? Uh, t- uh, Tennessee Martin. So yeah. Yeah, I don't think they'll lose that. Uh, and then and then they're then they're home against Missouri. Oh, Kentucky. Right. Oh yeah, sorry. Right. Yes. Right. So they go from top ten or top twelve, yeah. Tennessee, to seven to five. Four losses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. yeah. I, I could. I will say, like, I think if you're rooting for to not have a program build itself up into challenger status, I think you're actually rooting for Florida here. Yeah, I think that's right. I still think Tennessee wins. Um. I'm picking Tennessee, but I am concerned. Remember, we asked the hard questions here. <laughs> Waiting since last Saturday podcast. Which between Tennessee and Florida you'd want to win? Yeah, that's, that's a tough question. That's a tough one. Yeah. I'm a it's, reporter. It's what I do. 
And then finally, uh, the game that we'll all be at and watching. Uh, what about Kent? Kent State <laughs> is at Georgia. This is the oh, it's the second. Second. <laughs> I was going to ask you how many times they played. Can you tell me when they played? What year? You were alive. Were you all alive? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's still, a ra- still a range. Still a range. I'm going to go. It, I could not tell you for certain. Um, Man, it was was a, was a possibility I was at the game. So I lived in Illinois from 06 after the Colorado game until 2011. Uh, 2006. No, you were, yeah, you could have been there. Okay. I was, yeah. Uh, 04. No. I, mean, I don't know why I'm looking at Will. I mean, it was <laughs> 96. Like, close. He's closer than you. 90, 1998. Well, I lived in D.C. then. Okay. I lived in St. Louis. It was, um, and then, then we had an interesting question, uh, or I got an interesting DM on Twitter today. Was from, it from Will? No, it's from Ashley 64 He says, do you think Georgia beats the current largest margin of victory versus Kent State? Ooh. Georgia won that game 56-3. to Really good question. Well, that might be. That's the why we do predi- predictions, right? right. Well, okay, well, so let's we'll work our that. way up to. That, we'll hold well, that. That's what we're doing. Then yeah. we're at yeah. that part of the part of the podcast. Um, right? The interesting thing about the '98 game that was Quincy Carter's first game ever mm. as a Georgia Bulldog, and there was a safety wearing number 16 that recorded two tackles and I think maybe a pass mm. defend or something like that. Was that was that was that Quincy's Coke dealer? No. No, I think he might be the guy that. Oh, Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart. I don't know. So the point is, on the team. Yes. Yes, it was. And if you have a ticket, I looked at my ticket table. I do not have that ticket. It's uh, got Landis Gary on the front of it. You know, if you want to send it to me, that'd be cool. I'll put it in my ticket. Like like Alexis. I don't. Alexis Stevenson was. I'm sure she was probably at that game. Yeah, I was there. I just probably. I I wasn't as uh, good on my ticket keeping at times because I was a senior. I don't. Alexis was there to root on curbs. I don't feel like Quincy Carter's going to send this one. No, um, at least now. Georgia went uh, 1998. Georgia went nine and three. They won the Peach Bowl versus oh, Virginia. Yep. They oh, lost. that was the double. That was the double. That was the double kickoff touchdown game. 90, 99. Yeah. Um, against Virginia. No, they lost that one. That okay. was ninety six. Was it really? Remember when they played Virginia like every bowl game? Yes, yeah, Oahu was Ball, the, the other was ball, the second one. Um, but earlier that year, that was when they went down to LSU and, and Quincy Carter beat LSU twenty eight twenty seven. Oh, okay. I remember because I was at a wedding in Greenwood, South Carolina, and we were all not paying attention to the wedding or the reception. All of us were gathered around the bar watching. Georgia win. It was great. That's I mean, before the five interception game at South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. The year before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no, because that was his first game. Right. Yeah. So I guess it was the year after. I'm saying that was the year before. Okay. Anyway. Um, their losses that year were to Tennessee, Florida, Georgia Tech, which before Mark Rick got here, that was kind of the thing the Georgia did. They standard. always would lose three games to yeah. – uh, yeah, Donna was like three and seventeen. It's a combination of like Auburn, Florida, Georgia Tech, Tennessee. You just never could yeah. beat them yeah. all. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, Jay Ashley sixty four. Um, sure, I'm going to predict fifty six to three. <laughs> I love it. Right on the number. It sounds good. Here's the thing. It's not just like saying like, yeah, I'll match that. No, Georgia's been scoring 49, 48, 33. It'd be good to push them up into the 50s and then keep them out of the end zone. Give them a, give them a nice little uh, 
field goal. Let their field goal kicker brag about how he mm-hmm. scored some points in Sanford Stadium. Uh, I like the defensive number in that more than I like the offensive number in that. Okay. I think that uh, I think that you. I, well, I, I I think this might be the game they get the most yards, if that makes sense. But it does feel like there will be like there's no reason to keep. I mean, I, listen. There's not going to be a running clock, but there's no reason to like truly. You want to kind of run it down South Carolina's throw a little bit last week. I don't know if you actually. I don't know what it really serves to do that this week. I think that this feels like a thirty-five-three game at halftime, and that ends up like a forty-six to three game. Uh, so that's why I'm going forty-six-three. We'll take my score. So I'm sorry, Jay Ashley. Uh, Jay Ashley, sixty-nine. Uh, nice. Is that, is that 64. 64. Come on, Tony. Close. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm with Will. I, it doesn't feel like a game where we're going to show out uh, that way. Um, uh, but I think it's it's probably a little closer to – all right, just to be interesting, let's make it uh, – Georgia scored 49. What's it? 49, right? Uh, it was fifty six to three back then, right? Yeah, let's Correct. make it. Let's make it. Let's make it fifty two to six. Ooh, I like that. Right. Does that score got me? We don't. know. No. I don't think they're getting over. That's my official prediction. They're not getting over fifty. Yeah. Okay. I think they do, yeah. but I also think Kent yeah. State scores a few more points. Okay. All right. And before we go, we got two submissions of questions on the wait submit Saturday submit portal. listeners. Uh, a guy named Jeff Cochran. He says, uh, "What does the Catholic Church and Georgia football have in common?" <laughs> Tony, you would think I'd know this, but yeah, well, I'm looking at you. Uh, I have Catholic parents. I'm reminded, yeah, but I'm not Catholic myself. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. This okay, th- this is. I mean, I love scrounging around on um, the internet to try to find cool trivia questions, but you couldn't get it. No, no, no. He tells me here. Anyway, I'm so it's not you. like it. Like the start of a joke. Like no, it's, no, no. It's, it's not like a, joke? a priest and hairy dog okay. walk into the bar. It's not a joke, right? Did you know? That the world has had as many popes as Georgia football has had coaches since the beginning of Queen Elizabeth II's reign. <laughs> wow. That's a good fact. 1952, seven each. That's good. That is a good fact. So there's been seven popes. Pius the twelfth. Yes. More royalty have gone to Georgia games, however, than popes. And popes. John twenty second. Paul six. Paul the sixth, John Paul one, John Paul John two, John Paul the first, John Paul the second, Ringo the third, <laughs> Benedict the sixteenth, I guess. Is it been the sixteenth? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Not, not always the most popular. And then, and then Francis. Kind of, and then Francis. He yeah. doesn't have a number. He's yeah. the very first one. Okay. Yeah. And then the Georgia coaches. My mom loves Can you name them? Francis. Since she what year? Fifty two. Fifty two. Come on, Tony. Uh, All seven. Wally Butts. There you go. Ben Stooley. Oh, missed I missed one. one. Uh, God, who one, was report? He's like the, the James Bond that you always forget. Yeah, Lazenby. George Lazenby. But not, uh, not him. I can't think who it is. It's Johnny Griffith. Johnny Griffith. Ben Stooley. Um, Ray Goff. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Ray Goff. Um, Donnan. Rick and Kirby. Yep. Wow. And then he says, for a fun comparison... Florida has had seven coaches since just 1992 and 17 since Elizabeth's reign started. If you yeah. count interim coaches like DJ Durkin and Randy Shannon, 14 if you this don't. Guy well, right if you count interim, then you got to go, oh, with gotta go with McClendon. you got to go with McClendon. True. So. All right. And then moving on to one other one, Will Robinson. A couple of popes. Uh, he, he a couple says, of popes. I, this, 
this isn't meant to bring you down. Um, I, I added that. He didn't write that. Um, his subject line is Kent State Shootings. Oh, um, I was hoping we were going to make it. What just happened? I have to say, I was kind of hoping we were going to make it. We took a turn. I was kind of hoping we were going to make it all the way through this podcast. Yeah, we, we that. talked about that but with the kids recently because we were listening to It's just to kind of frame the question. It's not asking yeah. about the, t- the Kent okay, State. Okay, I guess. He says, mention Kent State in a crowd. And it's likely someone will recall the Kent State shootings from 1970, a tragedy highlighting the country's divide over the war in Vietnam. What is most historically significant event? What is the most historically significant event you associate with Georgia and Illinois, respectively? Mm. What was the most meaningful event or occurrence mm. there during your time as a student? And he says, mm. "See you in Stark Vegas?" Question mark. Huh. Hmm. That's a good one. Well, you will not um, see me in Stark Vegas. I'll be in Scottsdale, Arizona, for a meeting. So, um, I think something that. Uh, well, no, go ahead. Uh, for I'm you have not, to speak to Illinois. I can speak to Illinois. Um, this was not actually in Champaign, but it was in Springfield, uh, hosted by the University of Illinois Springfield, which was when Barack Obama announced his candidacy for president. Oh yeah, that he was did, that he was did that in steps of the Capitol. Yeah, he did that in, uh, clearly trying to evoke Lincoln uh, in the eye of doing that. That feels uh, like a big one. Um, things happening in Champaign when I was there. It's it's hard to uh, uh, we had we didn't have any major Oprah came once mm. Oprah was so so the, I was the managing editor of the Daily Line I went Oprah came to speak and we took a picture of her there and put it on our front page and I got a call from one of Oprah's people so furious she didn't like with the picture me. she didn't like the picture and uh-huh. I'm like I'm sorry I'm not her official biographer <laughs> like and I and I and again I was like I would be nicer about it now I would be I would still wouldn't have changed anything but I'd be nicer about it now but I was in college and I was just like every you know when you're in college and everything is like this is correct mm-hmm. and you're a jerk for not understanding that I'm right right and which I was right but I was just a jerk about it um, but she did not like the picture and she tried to like harangue me into like apologizing for the photo like I was out to get Oprah and uh, and I did not handle that well what you should have done is put a picture of Uma beside Oprah yeah that's true that would have been, um, fun. That would have been fun Uma had not visited campus yet but uh, big, big things that actually happen in Illinois I think that I think I'd have to say Obama announcing his his, can, his presidential candidacy kind of on a deal. very very cold day would probably be it because um, remember at the time no one thought he was going to win so I am um... I mean, I, I know I'm going to get yelled at by some people, but I, there's there's nothing I can think of right now other than, um, you know, the, the integration of the university with with Charlene uh, Galt and Hamilton uh, Hamilton Holmes, um, yeah. you know, probably along the lines of what Will said. Um, uh, Jimmy Carter gave a law day speech at the law school. Uh, in 74, as term was ending, that a lot of people have uh, said is almost his thesis for why he ran for president. Mm-hmm. I mean, he famously announced he was running for president at uh, Pinky Blinders in Savannah, but uh, by stand up on a bar, which yeah. is you know the most uh, uh, Georgia president way ever mm-hmm. to do it. Uh, but I, that's that's all I can think of right now. When I was in school, it was a I mean, you know, the Berlin Wall fell. I had a chance to meet uh, Havlik Pavel, who was the president of the Czechoslovakia, but it was so such a low-key meeting, no one really knew it was coming. Um, yeah. 
you know, and I, I just, I really don't, I can't think of anything. Yeah. And I'm sure like seven things going to come to mind. And thank God, but home. I'm glad that we'll have right, the kids right. they didn't it's, have it's the champagne. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, so. um, I, a fun, I like, you just remind me of one of my favorite anecdotes in the death of Queen Elizabeth, which was the time that she met Jimmy Carter. Uh, this is, I don't know if you guys read this this week, but she, he hugged her. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. And you are yes. not supposed to do that. Yeah, he's and, and she she had this great quote. She's like, I kind of saw it coming, so I tried to stand far away. Apparently, I did not stand far enough. <laughs> Sumter County, baby. Can't fix it. You're not supposed to hug the queen. And whatever, at a certain level, my, I'm You know, I'm, I'm the queen should a, hug the president. <laughs> I think it was actually very fun. The, 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 uh, New York Magazine had a really fun piece about all the different presidents and how they met, uh-huh. uh, how they all met the Queen. And they pointed out that, like, it was actually one of those times where Trump was absolutely on his best behavior. Like, Whatever one thinks about Trump, he was not always great at those international meetings. He was actually very good with the Queen. I think that I think it speaks to one of the things that he's always kind of good at, which is recognizing pomp mm-hmm. and recognizing those kind of big moments. And so, oh, I always thought that was kind. Of, I thought that was kind of interesting. And the because the, I would have not thought of all the people that would screw up the meeting with the Queen that Carter would be the one. Oh, I'd totally put the money on Carter. <laughs> it feels but, like... But in a, been a, but in a yeah. sweet, wholesome way, not in a... Yeah, in oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I punched her yeah. in the breast. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, that's, that's a Frank Drebin thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is. Didn't he throw her down the, st- the stadium? No, stadium? no, that's, that's Nordberg. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. Reggie Jackson tried to kill her. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. What, um... So what, what was your... Mine's easy. For the most significant event that I associate... And then meaningful occurrence while I was there, I worked the Olympics and Sanford oh. Stadium hosted soccer. God, I see that's God, it. so dumb. See, that's it. And I was an usher. And I was in town. And I was there to see the Nigerian Niger- win the yeah, gold medal. Yeah, I, I have I a photo that, of yeah. me with the gold medal around my oh, like, shoulder because they're behind so me, weird. but I don't know where it is. But I do have it. I'm so dumb of me not to and get it. Because I still have pins. That's a good one. Remember, I have I was, pins. I was literally That's in Athens. I didn't yeah. go to the match. I'm so mad at myself for not getting one. I was in Athens for that. Yeah, that was one of those things where it was this a summer of complete I mean, you know, my second year up here, yeah. man, I mean, that yeah. summer was... That's like the perfect time to get it, too. Yeah. Because you still don't have any responsibility. No. Yet. Yeah. Don't worry about John. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And no, we were at Sky's place, like, every night afterwards. Yeah. And Pour one out for Sky, guys. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good right. show. Good show. Yeah. We get out, and, then, uh, and then we'll preview. We still stretched us to two hours. Yeah, awesome. we still made it. Yeah. Sorry, Robert. Um, what else? Are you He's always got like these long drives. That's what this is for, right? right. This is one of your favorite things to do on. This podcasts. is really for you, Robert. It's to find like a really lawyer loyal listener, but like that maybe is listening to this as they're about to fall asleep or something, and be like, just so you know, Robert, it's time to go to bed. We hear you. I've never we see you right asleep. now. I fall. I fall asleep. I actually fall asleep to like true crime. I always stuff. I like it. The three, for you freak. Yeah, it'll be like 3.30 in the morning and like, and then Jeffrey Dahmer took out his heart and put it in a jar. I'm like, wow, I'm glad I did this when I fell asleep today. Anyway, the point is, don't put anyone's heart in the jar. Um, have a great week, everyone. Enjoy the game and uh, we'll see you all uh, next week. Um, until then, go dogs. Go dogs. Put a lot worse things in jars. Actually, and thanks so much for listening. Um, yeah. Make sure to go to the76.com and order yourself a shirt and use code WSLS at checkout 
We'll be back on Sunday. Well, Tony will be back on Sunday. Probably look for a Sunday evening, Monday morning published time of our post-game show of the Kent State and Georgia Bulldog football game. Hope to see you on campus this weekend. And as always, go dogs. Go dogs.